Two Age Sojourner, thanks for joining me again. We're taking you through this great pilgrimage to the overlap of the ages. Thanks for tuning in. Two Age Sojourner podcast. We're all about trying to figure out how to do the Christian life. And uh, in this great overlap of the ages, we're concerned with a particular kind of uh, Reformed theology. We're thinking about Kleinian theology. We are thinking about uh, covenant theology. And uh, on Wednesday, we kind of take a break from uh, getting too serious about one particular angle. And uh, it's just about whatever on Wednesday. And uh, joining me, as he did last time, and I hope you enjoyed that, uh, is my brother from uh, the same mother, uh, my brother, Andre Beck. Andre, are you there or did I lose you again? Um, uh, yeah, I was wondering where you were going to go with that, actually. Is that <laughs> yeah, <totally. laughs> uh, yeah, you're my brother from the same mother. And uh, on that note, yeah. we need to talk more about our, our, uh, you know, our journey. And wait, let's start because last time I realized we didn't even let anyone know who you, who you are, actually. We know all about the FIEC, which is awesome. Thanks yeah. for that. It was like a super boring, you know, <laughs> about, I actually about a, talking about doing past, and I didn't even get around to finish what I was talking about. <laughs> well, like, no, minutes, it's on. good that we stopped that because no one cares anyway. It's totally irrelevant. Okay. Um, but uh, what we do care about <laughs> is, uh, you know, what, what you do and, and uh, who you are. And and what is your church? Are you, you married? Yeah, who is this guy? Yeah, he is this. Okay. Uh, I, yes, I'm married. Yes, I have children. Uh, four of them. That's eight, a lot of children. Uh, eight, yeah, it's a lot. A lot. It's too many. Eight, six, um, four, and two. So two years apart, nice and evenly spread. Yeah, awesome. That's our role. And then, um, uh, what else? Uh, I'm pastor of a church um, <laughs> here in Felixstowe in Suffolk in the United Kingdom, which is like a tiny, tiny little place. Right along the sea, it has got a massive port, so like huge, huge ships from China and Scandinavia are always coming in there. And then, um, uh, you were in London, about, you were in London for a while. I was, a in, London. I was in London for you got married in London eight years. eight years. I got married in London. My wife was born and bred in London, okay. Um, awesome. And you did your internship in London, I did. So, I, I was a Presbyterian in South Africa yeah, and then pulled out of the ordination to the Presbyterian church uh, because, well, I mean, it lacked conviction uh, in any sense of the word. It just wasn't, wasn't reformed. You know, it was a liberal Protestant denomination. So I just didn't want, I, re, I came to realize that and, and thought I didn't want to be a part of that. I think yeah. the, the, the make or break moment for me was, when I sat through a 45 minute argument about what color the men's association blazer was going to be. Oh, you know? wow. Yeah. And then I was just like, I, I just can't be dealing with that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I came over to, after I pulled out of ordination, it was a big question is what to do next. Yeah, Cause you had to study with that dodgy place. Um, well, I just studied to kind of, yeah. And I studied at the university of Pretoria. And the University of Pretoria was very liberal, but it had some evangelical scholars. Great university. Yeah, 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 yeah. And actually, the the theology department there has some... Some solid guys, yeah. Some solid guys, but also some scholars who, solid or not, are well-respected in the academic community. So it's not a bad bad college from an academic point of view. Uh But I think 
it took me like three years into my degree to find anything that had any immediate applications in ministry, if that makes yeah. sense. So, yeah. Um, yeah. I remember, I remember when we were, cause we, uh, we got converted more or less at the same time. And, uh, and then we, well, you were first, as we said last time. I was first, six months. You were first. And, and, uh, and so, and then we go on this journey and I get into the charismatic thing and you go straight into the reform thing. And it's interesting that, that you, uh, your battles tended to be, I remember your battles were with liberalism and liberalism yeah. for all the bad things on the charismatic radar uh, that I was dealing with. Uh, liberalism, strangely enough, liberalism. was not one of them. Yeah. It's, it's <laughs> yeah. It was, it was but, quite weird. Well, it's a different kind of liberalism. It's, it's, a, it's a kind of, well, you say that, but is, there are some striking parallels between some charismatic distinctives and between Schleiermacher. True. Like what? Like, well, Schleiermacher's whole thing was about you know, the starting point of theology was human experience. Right. That's true. Yeah. So tell, tell the, anyone who doesn't know, I mean, because, you know, most of my listeners won't be liberal and won't care about Schleiermacher. So why don't you tell them about who that is and... And uh, oh, I don't know that much about Schleiermacher. I, I mean, I, I, at the at the time, um, I had to read a lot of him because he's, you know, he is one of the major theologians. Guys, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and so if you if you're, you know, you will read about Karl Barth. You will re- if you study theology, you will learn about Karl Barth, Schleiermacher, Boltman, Moltmann, and all those boys. And they uh-huh. were the they, they were the guys that I kind of spent my whole time in so the the most evangelical we got to in my in my training in the presbyterian church was Karl Barth. he was like yeah i know he's like by no stretch of the imagination orthodox but um for me he was a knight in shining armor because compared to everybody else i was i was reading yeah um well as he he was was, i suppose for most of the liberal scenario when he came on the scene interestingly yeah i mean yeah and he did do he did he did have very good intentions and he did have some very good theology as well. So it's not, but you know, it's just, there's so many good guys to read. You wonder if it's worth it, you know, but um, anyway, so you're reading Schleimacher and uh, yep. And you were saying, yeah. And and anyway, I I began to notice parallels between charismatic stuff and liberal stuff that you are starting from the position of experience. Yeah. And then you are trying to understand your experience yeah. using the Bible, but also using, you know, wh- whatever is available to you. That's but that's your starting point. And whereas in, you know, reformed theology, Protestant theology, evangelical theology, your starting point is the scriptures uh, or the revelation of Christ in particular. So, and that's what, what Karl Barth um, basically said that you cannot, you know, using experience to try and know anything about God is, is a useless endeavor. Yeah. And, um, and so that was his kind of main thing as far yeah, as that's I great. understand. That's good. That's a, that's a great point. And, um, and also just, I suppose on the, on the, on the fact that it really, uh, you know, liberals, they, they take the word seriously at some sort of academic or cerebral level. Um, but they don't take the Bible seriously in terms of understanding it to be the inerrant word of God that needs to be, it needs to be the thing that starts and ends the conversation. It's the thing that's going to ultimately uh, it's why, decide it's why the you can read liberal commentators and learn a lot about the text, but nothing about, about the, the application of it. Yeah. Know? Yeah. And sometimes yeah. even, you know, they'll, they'll be, they'll feel too free to go quite rogue on a passage I find sometimes, but also, you know, just in, 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 in tuning that together with the charismatic thing interestingly enough you know a lot of the times you'd have a conversation with um 
someone uh, who's pretty far gone in the charismatic scenario and um and they won't take the word seriously either they they'll take uh you know the the word is almost like the the lazy man's way to know god it's the yeah 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 you know, it's almost the thing that you, you if it's there use it otherwise really it, 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 we wouldn't feel constrained to keep ourselves in any level of seriousness to what it says and, uh, as something binding yeah it's, it's like a dusty old reference book on the shelf that you you pull out to settle theological arguments but totally. if you if you actually want to be hearing from God on a day-to-day basis, that's the still small voice kind of thing. Totally. So yeah. it's interesting. You even have an overlap in that sense, just in seriousness about the word of God. Yeah. So I take it back. In fact, we were dealing with the same thing in parallel ways. Yeah. I mean, the, and, and you get very passionate liberals as well. So like a lot of people think of, of liberal theologians and liberal pastors as being sort of just in a dead um, but it's not true. They they are full of conviction, although it's really hard to understand where the convictions come from sometimes and why they are so convinced about those things. Um, yeah. You know, a lot of liberals are full of passion, full of convictions. And so, yeah, I mean, especially like, well, like the emergent movement, surely that's a little bit of a coming together of liberal Protestantism and the charismatic movement. Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah, exactly. That's um, uh, that's a great point. Actually, there's more to think about on that. Um, I, I do. Well, I suppose you know, in, in some sense, that's a good thing to major on. We are kind of getting to the point uh, of closing this, but I just do want to take a little bit more time in in getting people to know who you are. So, what what church do you yeah. pastor? Just flash forward the story. Yeah, we'll a, come back to yeah, it later. Yeah. It's a Baptist. It's a Baptist church, um, and it used to be part of the Baptist Union, but it pulled uh, many many moons ago. But it pulled out because of um, you know liberalism and became an independent Baptist church. And we very recently, like in the last six years or so, joined the FIEC. Okay. Um, and, uh, and that's, I've been here for just over four years. Before that, I was an assistant pastor of an evangelical church in London for uh, four years while I studied at Oak Hill Theological College part-time. But and then before that, I was at St. Helens Bishopsgate for two years doing the associate scheme, yeah. uh, which is an Anglican church, really well-known, um, in in the middle of the city, uh, that uh, you know, that's a whole nother conversation. But yeah. that's where I'll. Yeah. Great, great college, great church, great everything. Uh, interesting though. So you started off Presbyterian, then you kind of played about, around with Anglicanism, and you ended up in yeah. a Baptist church. Why is that, Andrew? Well, I feel like I've I feel like I've arrived, Mike. You know. Well, it's I, I think I think personally, I think someone else that you know had something to do with that. I think someone. Someone might even have won you over to that position, if I recall correctly. I'm not sure where you're going with this, Mike. Uh, I, I think um, I think I remember. I, I remember that, uh, that 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 you kind of got won over by someone you might oh, know. That's maybe right. maybe that someone might even be talking to you right now. Maybe uh, <laughs> it, it could be the other person on this on this episode with you. Like, that's fine. If you if you can concede that I won you over to Calvinism, I will concede that you won me over to the 1689. I concede. <laughs> okay, done. Deal. Oh, wow. That was great. That worked so well. All right. Well, anyways, thanks for joining us on another episode of Whatever Wednesday. Two-Age Sojourner, join us next time.